Hey, y'all, I'm going to take a second to give a quick shout out to the official mortgage lender of the Hunt with Deep podcast. That's Casey Burns of Prime Lending Mortgage. I've known Casey for 10 years and he's the only lender I use. I've used Casey to purchase two houses and the process has been seamless and easy each time. He's the heart of an educator and he truly cares about what's best for his clients. He specializes in VA loans, but can handle FHA, conventional investment loans as well. He's a true expert and specialist in his field, and there's no one I recommend more than Casey. You can contact Casey at casey.burns at primelending.com. Reach him by phone at 919-710-1864. You can also check out all his reviews at www.closewithcasey.com. Thanks, y'all. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the phone just fell on the floor. That was, I don't know if you heard it. But anyway, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Deep podcast. I'm running host tonight. I'm Bobby McCready. And we got the repeat offenders here. My man, Frank and Chad. What's going on, fellas? How are we tonight? Good, Bobby. What's going on? Thanks for having us back on. Of course. Yeah. Always. Happy to be here, man. Glad to be with both you fine gentlemen this evening. Uh, you know, put a smile. I always know how to put a smile on my face. We're talking late season whitetail because it is late season whitetail right now. And what are we doing? Because some of us are tagged out. Some of us are eating tag soup like me right now. We need to change up some game plans. We need to do stuff that we haven't done before. You know, we got to switch it up here. We got to figure something out to get us tagged. You know, we got to get tagged out here. We got to figure out what we can do. So we got the guys together and we figured out we might have a couple ideas of stuff that we can do because we were talking in the pre, you know, pre lobby here for a little bit. Like, hey, man, I'm one of the people. I'll admit it right now. It is 2023 and I went an entire year without a deer right now. I am sitting on tag soup. I am running on empty. I have give I am resorting to nocturnal deer right now. I have and I am just driving myself crazy. So I'm sure some people out there are man enough to admit like, Hey man, I need help. Like I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta switch something up. What can, what can I do to help me get my deer this year? And that's why we came together tonight and we're going to talk a little bit about it. So without uh, further ado, I, uh, Frank, you want to kick us off tonight and give us your, your tip or tips of how we're getting after those late whitetail? Sure. So for me, you know, once, once I hit, you know, late season, um, for starters, I started juggling with trying to hunt with my dogs. So like the whole October, November, just, you know, sitting out there as much as I can during like when you know everything's more active. So right now, pretty much for me, I'm trying to watch our trail cameras. I'm trying to watch the weather as I'm sure across the, the country, it's the same. But like for me, example, it's January 3rd today. And it was 65 degrees and raining. So, um, so I'm just yeah, trying to crazy. Out it's wild. I'm just trying to figure out a pattern. I'm even as as much as looking at the so lunar uh, forecast and looking at moon phases for the the minor and major times. But more so, I'm just trying to look at my trail cameras to see when I'm seeing deer and what the weather is doing, hoping for a cold front to you know roll in. Yeah, that's great stuff because the weather is has been insane this year. Like. Last weekend, I've never, I've never once seen this that we were in negative degree weather, and the following day it was sixty degrees. I'm like, wow! I could not believe that we've had such a jump where it was below freezing, 
and negative it was like negative 15 with windshield and then the next day it was 60 degrees and you're in shorts like if we're going crazy i can imagine what the deer are doing right now like they gotta be going crazy out there yeah it's the same way down here it was 22 degrees last week one day and then today it was 75 so when i say the the pattern on my cameras are just it's there is no pattern like one afternoon i had three or four uh does come out and then for two days i didn't see nothing and then everything went nocturnal and then they started coming in in the morning it's, it's weird yeah I'm, I'm with you too man i have it's so strange i have nocturnal bucks right now and early morning doe and that's it like i have nothing throughout the day coming by i have seven or eight doe coming in in the morning and then i have my bucks coming in at night all nocturnal i'm like you motherfuckers right now yeah i mean it's like it's pretty wild and then you know just like chad said like i'll get like a random day like this morning i had i had a doe walk out at like 10 a.m on one of my properties and then that was it for the whole day and then i'm sure that i'll get a book at like 4 a.m again like i've been getting so it's it's wild you know and you know as you said, it, it just burns you out. And like, you know, I, I want to hunt duck. Yeah. I want to hunt upland. So I can't just be sitting as much as possible in, in a stand right now, even though that might be what's needed, right? Just, just sit more, see what happens. Because, yeah. oh, Chad, there, you're right. There's no pattern. <laughs> Trying to find one. Can't. And then 100%, it fucks with you mentally right now because you're, you know, you, you see all these deer on your camera early season. You're like, oh, it's going to be a great year. You know, I, I had eight to 10 different shooter bucks and I'm like, wow, that's great. And then now a season comes and I'm like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I had some opportunities. I blew my chances a couple of times too. Like I, I, I literally had a 12 pointer in front of me and he needed one more step and I, I couldn't take the shot. And then I just like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait. And then he pulled away. And I also had a, a beautiful 10 pointer that I've been after with great brow ties. Uh, and he was probably 50 yards away from me coming in and I just, you know, just didn't take the shot. I'm like, I didn't feel comfortable with my compound bow. So, I mean, I, I can honestly say if I was a gun hunter and I was shooting shotgun, I'd have some dead bucks all over right now, but you know, you got to take into effect that you're, if you're a bow hunter, you've got different strategies and you got different things that you can do versus a, a, a shotgun hunter because we can't do the same shots as them. But yeah, that's great stuff, man. And then you have those early season passes. We all have them. I think the first the first weekend I let two different eight points walk because they were smaller. And which I mean the pie ball that I took this year, the eight point, he was smaller too. But uh, you let those bucks walk. And then my buddy always says whether you're on a on a trip or you're hunting during the season, don't pass something up at the beginning of it that you're going to be upset that you wouldn't kill at the end of it. So yeah. and, and that's where that's where you, you juggle those ideas and you, and you plan on okay. I'm managing this spot. I got two bucks I want to kill. If it's not these two, I'm going to let them go. Then towards the end of the year, it's like, man. And then you, and you're sitting in that ground vine and you're like, man, if that buck walked out right now, I would have killed him for sure. And then oh, you yeah. never see him again. Yeah. So I passed up probably a uh, first weekend in, in October. I have this uh, one small property where there's one doe that's living on the property. Right. And so I started getting bucks coming in at night. There was, there was three bucks there. There was a eight pointer and like a six and a four, something like, or like two fours and an eight. And they were coming every night. So I'm like, all right, cool. So at, you know, sunset, she walks past me at like six yards. And I'm like, eh, I'm not going to shoot her because I want a buck to show up. Right. Buck never came. I hunted again the following, following week. Uh, never came, but I kept getting him at night. 
Now, here I am in, you know, late season. I'm like, oh, man, I should have just taken that dough. You know, who cares? And then I passed up a couple smaller bucks on a different property where I know that there's a couple, you know, bigger bucks that I wanted. Um, so, you know, it, you know, late season, unfortunately, it makes you doubt pretty much everything that you did or did not do during the season itself. Or thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe I didn't, I don't know, maybe I smell too much like a dog, right? It makes you doubt what's going on. Doubt everything, man. Like, it's just continuously thinking of what if I did this or what if I did that or it's just constant thinking about that. Like, like you said, you know, you play the games of what ifs constantly early season, mid season, late season. Like you look at, you're watching a six pointer sitting there eat and you're like, ah, well, what if a 10 pointer walks out? Well, fuck. What if a fucking, you know, a Boone and Crockett walks out? You never know, but you're, you can't always pass up and you're going to have to eventually take that shot and, and move on to the, with the season later on. I learned, I'm learning that the hard way this year for sure. That's good stuff, man. Chad, what do you got for us as your tip today? Oh, for me personally, uh, I'll piggyback off kind of what Frank said. I, I think if you have co- a couple different spots and and you do want to maximize your your efforts and your options, yes, you wash your trail cameras, you check your winds in your different areas, and you see if what's going to give you the best possibility or the best set of um of options to go in there and make that kill and be successful your last uh, little bit of the season. But with me, I have one spot really that I primarily hunt unless I go on a couple trips throughout the year with my buddies. But so for me, it's just going to be going. I have, this is actually, as we're recording this, I got uh, six days left in our season. So every time I'm off work, I'm going to be there. And then another thing that that's good this time of year is try something different. If, if you hunt a ground blind like me or Bobby, and they know where that ground blind's at. And we, we talked to a bunch of people on the team about moving that ground blind or leaving that ground by there. We, we, we go round and round with that in the group chat all the time. But not necessarily move your blind, but try something different. If you can come in a different way, come in that different way. Don't just do the same thing you've done all year. Hey, if the deer's pattern's crazy and nothing's really come together and you're just going to go to hunt, try something different. Just see what happens. And that way it also kind of takes the stress off of the situation. You're in there for fun. And if something comes together, it's great, but maximize your time in that blind. I'm on Spartan Forge the whole entire time I'm in there. If I'm not seeing deer, if I'm not hearing activity, if I get in there a little early, I'm pulling that app out and I'm looking, I'm looking on the GPS. I'm seeing, okay, my buddy lives here. He's got this little spot. I wonder if he'd let me hunt that next year. And I'm already making plans to see what doors I'm going to knock on to try to get some different permission next year. So that's my tip is just go. If you have a spot, go spend your time out there. Cause that one time you do might maybe pattern a deer. If you only have that one spot, it's going to be in the middle of the day when you could have been in there hunting. So but definitely if you got multiple spots, multiple cameras, use them, optimize your possibilities of actually killing something before the end of the year. But if you only have one spot, just get in there and hunt it. And then while you're in there, use that time to plan for next year or think about things you could have done differently throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. Also, you know what? We all get get you know hung up on like, oh, our target buck, right? That that one buck. Oh, he's on this property, but he's not. He now you know all of a sudden I have him on a different property. I'm gonna pattern him, pattern him. He's only coming out at night. So late season, right? If you have a property like right now, I just got a picture. Uh, it's eight eight forty eight at night of a property that I know has does. Right? Hunt your does. Fuck it. Quit trying to you know limit yourself to just where is this buck right? If you have if you have a, a plot that that always gets does on camera, hunt your does right. 
worst comes to worst, you you take a doe, or odds are um, there's going to be a buck somewhere around if there's a bunch of does, right? Um, I know that for me, like we should we're coming up on the you know late rut, right? So when all else fails, hunt your does because there's a good chance that a buck is, might step out. It might not be your target buck, but it might be a buck worth worth taking right now. Or or all else fails, you could take a doe, you know, punch a tag and fill a freezer. Yeah, I, you know, Chad, I really liked what you said. Like, change it up because honestly, like, if you're this late in the season, you don't have a deer. What do you got to lose? You know, it's just take that chance, take that risk. And that's actually what I did last weekend. I hunted the morning, and I had the same success that I, you know, have been having. I haven't seen much action. I had some does coming in, um, but I at the afternoon I was like, you know what? I, I think it's time now. I think it's time to actually change up. Which brings me to my tip is. Change it up, find the food source. If you're baiting, you know, and you have been baiting for a while, maybe, you know, move that a little bit, get some bait further into the woods, deeper into the woods. If you, like I, like Chad and I were talking about, we hunt ground blinds. Uh, I'm a ground blind guy because we, we hunt in luxury. We spread our feet out. We have our pinkies up and we enjoy the spacious of time of a ground blind because we're, we're, you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself here. I'm getting older and I want to sit on the ground and be comfortable and not in a tree freezing my ass off. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. So what did I do this weekend? Went out. I found uh, another trail where actually I moved some cameras, put out. I found where a couple bucks were coming in and I couldn't get in shooting range. I saw them every day going by this spot on this main pattern and highway they're going through. And I was like, you know what? I need to put a stand here. So I ended up getting a self climber. I put a self climber out there, and next weekend I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt that spot because I feel like, like Chad was saying, man, what do I got to lose right now? I got food over there. I got water over there. They're gonna come in that way, but they're avoiding me at all costs. So maybe if I come deeper out to them, I can get my my shot that I need to get off right now. So, you know, don't don't expect them to come to you. Try to go to them. Try to see where you can go to them right now, late season, and see what we can do here. And then also, if if you're using bait, if you're able to, like me and Bobby are, um, switch it up. If it's just light, late season. So today I went and I poured out two 50-pound bags of corn, but then I threw in some apple blend on top of that too. Um, during the early part of the season, I don't necessarily use that. I Sometimes I use, well, my favorite, strawberry Kool-Aid. I'll mix my corn up with strawberry Kool-Aid. I don't know if y'all know that pro tip either. 50-cent attractant works great. But if, if you have a pear tree at your house and it's that time of year and you got pears on the ground, uh, pick them up and go throw them out there. Literally, when I say try something different, you have nothing to lose. You literally have nothing to lose at all. So just have fun with it. Use this time to kind of practice some stuff because we all know it, it's harder late season. First part of the season is when deer drop. Late season, if you don't have anything that's necessarily worked for you year after year in the late season, then keep trying until you figure it out. Yeah. So you know what? If and let you know if you're in a place like me, for example, I'm in, you know. New York where I can't bait right so throughout majority of my state upstate it's it's kind of cold but it should be cold right now so usually late season you're looking for food right you're looking for food and bedding preferably bedding next to food so if you have like a you know farm field that you you always hunt right and that you know you're mixing things up go back to that food source all right especially as as it gets colder. It's it's eventually going to get colder, and they're going to be looking for food source, especially after a long rut season, right? They're going to be all beat up. You know, they got to eat. 
and stay warm. So find that food source, hunt that food source. Yeah, definitely. Todd, I, I do your tip too, man. And I'll give a, I'll give a shout out here to Gerard at Rack Getters, man. He, he has come up with a phenomenal solution here for his feed enhancer. And if that's something you've used or haven't used, it's something you should probably get on top of uh, because I'm actually switching up right now and, and using a different scent by him. Basically, uh, with my corn, he has feed enhancer that I mix the smell of salted caramel corn inside there. And the deer go nuts for it, man. They come in, they're licking the, the bag, they're licking all the stuff for it. And now, you know, I have a spray bottle too and a vaporizer, so the wind scent. So you can put those pods together and have that scent travel a lot further in the woods now. And now we can hopefully bring them back into that, you know, that bait pile that maybe they weren't interested in at noon, but now maybe they are. So not only are the kids getting addicted to these vapes on the playground, Bobby, you got the deer out there vaping. Oh yeah, man. Wind scent is awesome. It's a, it's got a little, I don't know if I, I talked about it on one podcast. It is a phenomenal little tool that these guys made. And it's a vape tool that you set out by, you know, I set it out 30 yards in front of me and you got a little remote control that you can actually control it. And you can see the scent because it's, it's a known stat. Now don't get me uh, the percentage and yardage and everything of this. I'm not 100% sure. Vapor will travel a lot faster. I think it's 40% further than an actual, like a regular spray. So having a vapor scent will travel much further into the woods. And you're not using as much product as you're using the vapor. So I had, you know, I have bottles that are 12 ounce bottles of spray. I go through them easily because you're, you know, you're basically, you're just spraying the shit out of things because you're just like, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to keep spraying. The vapor actually lasts a lot longer. And that cartridge you know, an ounce, if that. So, so, pro tip, get yourself a wind scent is the machine and then go to Rack Getters and you can actually get the pods of like sweet corn. Uh, he does his like, his rut stuff in there too, which is phenomenal little pods that you can put in there. Good stuff though. I like that idea actually. So, I've always seen those little like vaporizers, but like, I was like, ah, I don't really know anybody who, who uses them. Well, I'm glad that you just brought it up. Maybe, maybe for next season, that's, that's one thing that I'll look into changing or adding just to help with the scent cover, you know? Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I mean, I have like the, the old school, like, you know, deodorant that you put on yourself um, as I, you know, get dressed in my truck or like, you know, j- just outside of it, I spray myself down and then, you know, there's certain days where I'm like, oh, man, did I, like, miss a spot? And maybe the deer can spell me. You know, I never yeah. I never thought to buy one, one of those, you know, vaporizers. Maybe I'll check them out. Yeah, it's definitely worth the investment, man. I, and like I, like Chad was saying, man, what do you got to lose at this point? You know, I think it's 100 bucks for the machine, a couple bucks for the pod. And it ain't, it ain't much, that's for sure. It's two bags of corn. Just get out there and, you know, if you can't bait, vape it. Can't bait vape it. Um, hashtag trademark that shit right now. (laughs) I like it. I was just saying, yeah, that's a that's a pretty exotic thing. I've never heard about no vaporizer out there that puts out scent and stuff like that. So uh, I'm about to look into something like that. Like you said, just try it. Might as well. Ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, it's it's definitely a cool thing. I I use it a lot, and definitely during the run, I use it. So something cool to check out. Little knickknack. You know me. I mean, everybody sees my garage when it's hunting season is there's usb cables everywhere i got knickknacks galore so i'm in the knickknack man when it comes to hunting season but that's cool shit man i really uh i really think that 
I'm actually going to take away a couple of these tips here too, because like, like we all talked about, we got to change it up. We got to get out there. We got to make sure that we're doing something different because on this case, you know, the repetitive same thing is just not working out for us and we're going to change it up. We're going to hopefully do another podcast in a week or so here. And we're going to talk about our success of changing it up and how we all snagged the monster buck because we were like, Hey, we listened to each other and we changed it up. And now we're all, uh, we're all tagged out here and we're all going to go to bed now. So yeah, that's great stuff guys. I really appreciate you guys jumping on and, uh, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you listeners and we'll catch you on the next one.